Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Dr. Jay Calvert, today with Dr. Millicent Ravello, sitting in a well-lit office at an earlier age because daylight savings has taken place not only here, but also in Europe. Hi, thanks for having me. It's good to have you. <laughs> thanks. I'm happy that it's light outside. I love it. It used to get dark so early, and now there's actually some daylight when we leave, which is really nice. I get to go home and water my plants. I don't like watering my plants when it's dark outside because I'm afraid of creepy crawlers, but now I can water my plants. <laughs> Before we get into <laughs> nose fillers, which we're going to talk about, I promise, since we just did some nose fillers mm-hmm. on one of our uh, amazing staff members. I have to tell you that daylight savings played into the fact that I almost burned up in the hotel in Bergamo, Italy. Oh, really? How so? Because the time was off. And, you know, so I said, well, let's sleep an extra hour. And during that time, because I was there with my son, you know, we were in Italy for this rhinoplasty conference. The hotel caught on fire. That's so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And, And Ace and I were in the hotel room. While the place was on fire, and we were woken up by a very large, uh, giant, really six foot six or something, Italian fireman trying to beat down our door. Mm. And so I opened the door, of course, and he uh, he was like, you know, fire. I was like, <laughs> I see the smoke billowing down the hallway. So I said, Ace, you know, we need we need to go. The place is on fire. So we got got our stuff and got out of there pretty quickly. Um, and the hotel did not burn down, which was good. And the only, my only regret is that I grabbed a Ducks, uh, Anaheim Ducks shirt mm-hmm. and a Pittsburgh Penguins hat. Mm. And so I was clearly going to appear on the wrong jersey cam if I were in the stadium. <laughs> yes, that's the big regret. Yeah, that. so that was that was the big problem. But we, we <laughs> did not come home as... Uh, charred uh, crisps and uh, body Most bags, which was good. Most importantly. Yeah, because uh, it was bad. I mean, that place was definitely Why going down. Why did it down. catch on fire? Um, somebody threw a cigarette in a trash can. Of course. Oh, <laughs> Italy. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. It's on camera. You see him. He's like this. He just goes, boom, right in the trash can. It's like, In the hotel? Really? Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> so it Don't set the place that. on fire. Don't do that. Anyway. Back to what we were talking about. Back to noses. Back to nose nose fillers. fillers. Yes. So the reason we want to talk about this is because a lot of people say, oh, do you do uh, non-surgical rhinoplasty? And I was like, yeah, I do. It's like, I'm kind of a surgeon though. I know. Like, don't come to me for that. I'll do it. No. But I won't like it. (laughs) Do I have to like it while I'm doing it? Do I? I mean, I get it, right? Like if there's something about your nose you don't like, and maybe it's not a big deal and you just really don't want to deal with surgery, or you don't want to, you can't afford it or it's just, you can't take time off or whatever. Like it would be great if there was an option to fix the problems that you see without having to have surgery. I mean, it's a logical question. Right. And, and I do nose fillers. I, in fact, what I, what I do is, you know, I tend to try, I try to create the look that could be created with surgery using the fillers so that, you know, everybody has to understand this. If you get nose fillers, your nose will be bigger. Mm, Oh, yeah. Well, there are some Instagram accounts, which will remain nameless, where they do nose fillers and lo and behold, the nose is smaller afterwards. Isn't that incredible? Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) 
being fishy with that. It's, it's I don't so know how that's possible. Fishy. It's not. <laughs> if you add fillers, your nose will be bigger, period. That's Wait, so if I put breast implants in a patient, if the breasts don't get smaller? No, they don't. They huh. get bigger. That's mm, the way it works. Okay. <laughs> but um, I use nose fillers a fair amount. Fillers in the nose, I guess. They're not really nose fillers. They're fillers that you put into the nose. Um, because... They have saved the day for little tiny post-rhinoplasty defects. For sure. All the time. Right. Something you don't want to go back to the OR. Just a little bump or a little bit of asymmetry or a little scar ball. Just camouflage that with a little dollop of filler. It's so nice. And it works great. However, there are risks. Oh, yes. That is that is the big deal. And you will definitely find a decent amount of practitioners who just don't do nose fillers. And that is A-OK because it yep. is a high-risk thing. And a little sideline, a little, you know, health safety thing, TSA, whatever, PSA. Public safety announcement? PSA. As opposed to the TSA. As opposed the, to TSA pre-check. The... <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe you should do a TSA pre-check before <laughs> right, exactly. you go get your nose fillers. Totally. Because please go to a doctor. And I, and I, I don't want to say anything about any other kind of practitioner because I love a lot of non-doctor practitioners. I think Orla is amazing and she's actually probably, I would include her in the doctor category for this. Basically, what is someone that has experience? If this is something that you're going because you got a group on for some med spa Mm. down the street, stay far away from nose fillers. Let them do your Botox, that's fine. But nose fillers is a high-risk procedure. Yes. And really go to a practitioner, whether it's a PA or a doctor or a dermatologist, plastic surgeon, who does this routinely and knows how to do it safely. A hundred percent, because there are vessels that you can hit, um, nose Nose anatomy, nasal anatomy is really key to understand about how to avoid problems because, and I'll tell you, I've had some skin necrosis with nose fillers. Because that's I, the big problem. It is. I mean, you the skin dies and you get these ugly wounds and they have to heal and they, they do heal eventually, but mm, I had but a patient. The skin is, is usually yeah. never going to come back to how it was. No. And I had a patient that got uh, a nasal labial fold uh, fillers uh, in another country and she came to me and her her entire nostril got knocked off because yep. they injected the angular artery directly. Yep. And that is a very real complication for nasolabial fillers, which is why, again, you have to be really careful with who you go to that they know what they're doing. And even with a, a seasoned practitioner, anatomy is not straightforward. Everyone That's has right. a little bit of variation in their anatomy. So you can do everything textbook and you can still have problems because it doesn't take much to get into these little small vessels and the nose is not a forgiving place it doesn't have good blood supply coming from other sources so if you knock off one artery to that tip of the nose or to that nostril that's it that's all it has that's it it's done yeah and we see these problems like all you have to do is google search it and you'll be like i'm never getting fillers in my nose yeah. But that shouldn't be the approach. You have to go to somebody who knows what they're doing. They'll do a good job for you, um, as we just did nose fillers for my amazing uh, team member. And, and it looks great. I mean, it's really nice. And we did it for Asian rhinoplasty, non-surgical rhinoplasty, where we built up the bridge, projected the tip. Home run. Looks really nice. I, I think yeah. that you know it's a good way to test, especially in Asian rhinoplasty, 
do I want to get my nose built up and all that? You can test it with fillers. It's right. really easy to do. It is a good way to test it. Um, but yeah, the you just got to know that there are, you know, there's there risks. Risk. There are risks. And I am one of those practitioners that just doesn't do it because in my world, I worry enough about my surgery patients. <laughs> I worry about them to death, about complications they could potentially have, that I don't need to add another layer of worry for my filler patients. I don't need my clinic day to now also become a day where I'm worried about what I'm doing. It's just not worth it to me. That money does not make a difference to me. It's not worth it to me to worry if I killed off the tip of their nose that day. Like, I'd rather worry about my surgical complications than, like, what I did, you know, in 10 minutes in the office. And that's just me personally. Dr. Calvert is a very experienced rhinoplasty surgeon. He's very comfortable with the anatomy of the nose. And more importantly, if there's a problem, he's very comfortable in fixing the problem. That's the other thing. Well, and you have to have your bailout kit. If you're doing fillers, you have to have all oh, the emergency. For sure. Hyaluronidase, yeah. all that stuff. You know, yeah. you got to just pump it in there. Like, there's, there is a protocol for we're having a problem with this filler. Right. We got to fix it. And that is you for sure. You got to have all of that on standby. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> the, the, the thing is like, and this is how I feel about filler complications and why I'm not a big fan of doing fillers myself for patients. If person's coming in for surgery, people understand that there are risks with surgery. It's inherent in surgery. When things happen, it's like, Oh, that sucks. But it was surgery. We know there's potential complications. The average person coming in for fillers, their mind is not in that place. There, you right. know, it's like, oh, I'm getting my hair done, I get my nails done, I get my filler touched up, I get my Botox done, and they are not in the mindset or expecting that they could have a catastrophic complication from something that seems so simple, and that is just hard for me to take the responsibility for. Catastrophic is the word too, because when you yeah. knock off the tip of the nose. That's a huge it's a mess. problem. Yeah, you're talking about a forehead flap. Yeah. You're talking about bilobe flaps. You're talking about some kind of way right. to close that wound that no. isn't going to be cute. Whatever $1,000 I made on that procedure is not worth it to me. Well, Just that's not. smart. It's good for you to know. I'm right here. I'll take care of all that for you. <laughs> oh, you send them over them to me. you. Yeah, that's right. No and problem. And you'll go, <sighs> yeah, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind. I don't mind doing it. I, I had a patient, actually, so... This is like one of those, like, like it just gets, keeps getting worse, so I'll tell it. So she comes in, she goes, I think I want to have a rhinoplasty, but I want to start by trying fillers in my nose to see if I like it. And I said, okay. Sounds reasonable. Right. So then uh, I put the fillers in. She's like, I love it. I'm going to wait till the fillers are dissolved, like they go away, and then I'll come back and get a rhinoplasty. It's like, okay. I never see her again for like two years. Then she comes back. She goes, I had a rhinoplasty and it's really bad. <laughs> it was. I was like, what part of like you were going to come back and we we're going to fix this thing? Didn't did I, did I miss something? She was like, I don't know why. One of my friends convinced me that this guy was amazing. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And she told me the name. I was like, I didn't I don't even know who that is. You know, so it wasn't in my world, in my little crew of no Right. So I'm like, OK, well, whatever. So she's like, all right, so I need a revision rhinoplasty. So I was like, fine. And then she goes and gets a revision rhinoplasty somewhere else. No. I swear to God. Oh, this my gosh. It's keep getting worse. I'm oh, my you. gosh. So she comes back. She goes, I went and I had a revision rhinoplasty, <laughs> and it didn't turn out well. I was like, okay. Where did our plan go for oh. me to do the rib graft and fix it? She goes, I didn't want a rib graft, so I got ear cartilage. I was like, 
not gonna work. But I told you that wasn't gonna work. That's why we needed the rib, right? And she's like, I know. I I believe you now. (laughs) She thought she was gonna save some time and some money and some recovery by going and doing a lesser procedure. And now here we are with twice as much time and money. So then she goes, I'm ready to have the rib graft. I was like, yeah, like it's about time, like you need it. But anyway, she got a rib graft and she was happy. So this is why you shouldn't have nose filler. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't. I, I don't I, know. I'm answer. joking. That was clearly was like, a joke. But <laughs> what? I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, you know. But her nose filler looked amazing. I'm sure it did. She did. She's like, "I love it. I'm ready to have my rhinoplasty." Oh, that's kind of a sad story. I'm not going to get the guy to do it who did the nose filler correctly. I'm going to go someplace else and see if they can guess what it is that needs to be done. I, I mean, I was like, oh, "Okay." So anyway, just a little, a little funny nose filler story. <laughs> it wasn't that funny for her because I mean, she, she said like. Three years of bad nose jobs. No, finally got her fixed. She looks great now. Time and expense, and that's unfortunate. Very, very nice person. Good. Just not. Didn't quite do the (laughs) do the math. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, all right. Um, Yeah, but I I think that you should know about nose fillers. It's important. It's great in the post rhinoplasty defects. Have to be safe. It's obviously safer on the bridge than it is in the tip of the nose. That's where the problems occur. Um, But. You know, you can do it for a primary, you know, kind of check it out type of uh, non-surgical rhinoplasty. You can do it for little defects and deficits. It works. Just go to somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, do your homework. For sure. I think that's about it. I think we've covered it, Dr. Ravello. I think that's it. Then this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. If you like what you heard on the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast and want to get in touch with either Dr. Ravello or myself, this is how to do it. You can reach me at the website, ravelloplasticsurgery.com. You can reach out to the office directly through the website with any questions or consult requests, or you can call the office directly at 310-954-1355. And you can reach me on Instagram at ravelloplasticsurgery. And to reach me, the phone number is 310-777-8800. My website is drcalvert.com, drcalvert.com. Instagram, Dr. Jay Calvert. And of course, you may want to check out our YouTube channel for the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, which is simply that, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Hope to see you all in the office very soon. Oh.